Welcome to the Savage Beast Podcast. Tonight, we're hosting the Ultimate Radiohead Fantasy Mixtape Draft. Uh, I'm Joe Gallagher, and wooing uh, (laughs) in Tucson, Arizona, is Paul McLeod. Yeah, I woo lots of places, but tonight I woo in Tucson. Um, Uh, Thanks, Joe. Yeah, Uh, so (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) You won't be saying that after I crush you in this yeah. uh in the in this in this competition for which we have made up the rules and which there is no prize or really any way to judge uh who wins well i mean basically i pick at the end and uh whoever did a better job wins oh you you yeah. you will be the judge yeah exactly i think Only we should, god can judge me we should just grab someone on the street and and then force them to listen to both radiohead mixtapes in a row yeah, and and they'll they'll have to decide if they haven't called the cops by that point. They'll have to decide. We'll we'll make my eight year old son Gavin do it. Oh, that'd be a good uh, test. <laughs> oh my god, I he would probably just get at the end I, about four songs in. He would be like, "Do I have to? <laughs> Can we stop?" Um. All right. Yeah, Joe. Yes. I hear that you witnessed some live music this evening. I did. I just got home uh, from a concert. Uh, Alex and I um, went to see a band that she uh, had been hearing uh, on the radio, on on Sirius, of course, not the real radio. The real radio doesn't play any good oh. music. Um, I was about to say, you must live in Portland. Yes. Um, Even the radio here doesn't play much good music. There's some like weird stations but there aren't, that are interesting. There are good stations. Or yeah. if there are, I haven't found them. Anyway, uh, a band called uh, Sunflower Bean, um, mm. which uh, they're from New York City. Um, and they are like, the members of the band are 19 and 20 years old. Uh, and they play rock music. Um, and their hit song, um, Enough Said, uh, is kind of a, a real estate, beach fossils type indie pop track. Um, jangly guitars yeah jangly guitars and I was expecting that kind of show um, and it turned out that that's sort of their single and that most of their stuff is heavily influenced by um, uh, by Zeppelin and Floyd and excellent yes so it was a real rock show it was the first rock show I've been to in a long time where most of the crowd, like, you really needed to ID them to make sure they were 21. Like, there were young people <laughs> here. And um, about halfway through the set, uh, the I posted a picture of this on our Twitter account, uh, Julia Cumming, uh, the lead singer slash bassist. Um, she's a, a wee person. She has a very <laughs> pixie-cut blonde hair, is wearing a sequined black dress and had a giant bass she leapt down into the crowd and played bass uh during this zeppelin influenced uh, rocker from the from the floor of the venue uh she was into it everyone was into it awesome and after that uh for the next few songs everybody started moshing which i was yes. just it uh it's been a while since i wasn't at a since I, I've been part of a mosh pit that wasn't just simply half-hearted nostalgia. Um, these, <laughs> these kids were into it. Uh, as uh, Alex put it well, she said there was a lot of 
real repressed sexual energy in these (laughs) uh, 20-year-olds at the show. They really let it out. Um, so it was a great, Excellent. it was a great show. It was fun. Um, and they, uh, they're, they're a band that's, uh, I hadn't heard before this week, but they're getting, they're getting a lot of buzz because they're like play rock music and they're actually popular, um, or getting a little popular. So, um, I think uh, you just, I think you finally explained my outsized enthusiasm for moshing. Um, <laughs> when you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cause I, I really have always loved it to this day. I mean, I went to a fucking swans show a year ago and there were four people moshing. And one, one of them was you. Of course. Yeah. Nice. nice. Um, yeah, there yeah. was moshing at the cloud nothing show. I went to a couple. Oh yeah. But I mean, that was well-deserved. It was hard not to mosh at that show. If people aren't moshing at that show, somebody yeah. needs to come in and just like physically assault them until they do. Yeah. Um, um yeah, the, the, you know, <laughs> not to <laughs> I'm sure there's some people who are physically not capable of moshing the funny thing about <laughs> this 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 venue in in Portland called the analog cafe it has an upstairs and downstairs and we were downstairs and upstairs there was a, a heavy metal show going on and you could mm. watch it on the closed caption TV like next to the stage um, so between songs, you could hear this heavy metal and see that upstairs there's even crazier shit going down. Um, so should have merged the shows. Yeah, that um, that could have gotten uh, would have gotten out of hand. Um, nice. All right. So, um, um, yeah, a couple other <laughs> yeah. What do you new things? What you've been listening yeah. to this week? Um, you know, it's been kind of dry lately from my perspective. Mm. Uh, been listening to lots of new music and haven't really been bowled over by a lot of it. But um, uh, last week, a rapper named Kamaya from Oakland released a mixtape mm-hmm. um, that... Uh, I've, I've heard of Oakland. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a city, I believe. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, Kamaya is a person from Oakland. And uh, this is like just really good party rap. It's sort of like um, if G-Funk were just being invented now. Okay. Uh, So it's got sort of a G-Funk old school vibe, but with modern updated, uh, you know, sound a little bit, you know, in terms of being cleaner and a little poppier or whatever. Outstanding. Um, Yeah. And uh, as she says in the, as she says in the notes or whatever that go along with it, um, this is just good, fun party rap where no one gets hurt, and uh, that's pretty accurate. Also, they quote, um, uh, shit, what's the name of the Dre song uh, with uh, uh, bleep me if necessary, but I'm saying this as a quote. All these <laughs> somebody here going fuck. Which, what's the name of that song? Uh, the name of that song, damn, it's just it's right after Housewife. Yeah, um, no, it's not after Housewife. It's after like the next episode or something. Um, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn it. Paul. Anyway, yeah, it's a great song, and she quotes that, so that's another bonus point in her favor. Uh, if you're looking for a fun party rap album to just put on and chill to, this is a. Good oh, one. it's Let's Get High. Yeah, that's right. Let's, Let's get, get high. high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, Ackwright is the song right after Housewife. I mean, I'd, I, it's, I'm embarrassed that I don't know 
the <laughs> the entire all twenty songs in all, order. All you know, twenty two songs, their titles and their order of chronic and their features. And, yes, and their. <laughs> You could just guess. Uh, you're like the song. You're like, ah, it's probably corrupt and hitman. And it's like, yep, that's exactly. who's on every, <laughs> every 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 song on that album. Exactly. Uh, All right. How about you, Joe? Have you been listening to anything good? Well, yeah. Speaking of um, uh, new mixtapes, um, uh, Cool AD dropped a mixtape uh, mm. this uh, this very week called Real Love. Um, cool AD is my favorite MC. Um, so okay. I'm always excited. His now his last uh, his last mixtape, you call it that, had 100 tracks. Uh, this one only seven, so a little less uh, of an ambitious project. Um, and it that's for, funny. I guess I'm not paying attention to the Cool AD mixtape release. He releases because... a lot of them. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, he's a prolific guy. Uh, has some weird paintings that he posts on Instagram. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, he was uh, part of the uh rap group i call them rap super group das racist um <laughs> because they're they're also my favorite rap group it's just that i just love them um and uh and and proudly can say that i actually saw them live um, nice and uh uh so i like cool ad uh because he really brings this uh laid back hipster uh he i don't think he likes the term but weed rap vibe um <laughs> that's funny because that, he sounds like he's really stoned yeah oh man and he is he is um <laughs> but he brings this this um in, you know intellectual and yeah um pop culture infused approach um to hip-hop uh, but he still has this appreciation that like whatever you're bringing, you have to respect hip hop's ultimate end, which I would say is the glorification of your message and your your crew or your peers' message through a demonstration of your skill. That's yeah. Um, and so he's like exactly he's like my dream MC, like bringing all that together. You know, yeah. he's he's like smart and funny, still spits fire. And so I'm really disturbed because the results are always uneven and uh-huh. a lot of times kind of weird. And so then I wonder, like, if what I'm looking for is like just impossible, like that. Um, and so and this this mixtape is a perfect example because there's some really interesting and cool uh, uh, beats on it. But all of his. Uh, vocals are auto-tuned uh, uh, up and to make him sound like a, a different person. Um, and Wait, really? Yeah, and it's like, but why? Why are you doing this? All these songs are really good. Why? Why are you trying to sound like, you know, an anonymous uh, kind of bad uh, rapper? Um, oh no! I, yeah. Well, so some of the songs. Maybe he's just bored. That could be true. Maybe he was just high. Um, <laughs> possibly both. Uh, it's still good. I still really enjoyed listening to it. Um, there's always something uh, fascinating to find in his uh, his work. Um, and uh, so, you know, yeah, I could always go back and listen to the 100 track mixtape that came before this. 
Indeed. Yeah. Um, you reminded me, sometime we need to do a podcast comparing uh, rap lyrical ethos to, uh, to the Lotus Sutra. Um, oh. And probably the other Buddhist sutras, too. I don't know. I haven't read that many of them. Yeah. But <laughs> the ways in which the point of both is that, like, the, the central message of both is that they have really great central messages. Interesting. Paul, can, <laughs> Paul, can we bring in the... Um, <laughs> Can we bring into this the South by Southwest panel we went to that was about the technology of the orgasm? <laughs> that really, yeah, not very music related, music no. adjacent, I guess. But that was great. It turned out to be an advertisement for that woman's like sexual yoga practice. We we're supposed to be able yeah. to like achieve tantric orgasm through yoga. Yeah, and the important part was that she was a Buddhist nun who got sort of date raped by a Buddhist monk and now it's her career. Yes. Um, that was an odd story. That was an yeah. odd story. Um, and it was really weird that that was part of the South by Southwest interactive. I don't, I don't yeah. understand how it applied, but we learned a lot. Well, you know, she, uh, she's actually smart. You know, clearly she was reaching very hard. It's South by Southwest interactive, the uh, lame nerd version of South by Southwest. And, um, uh, obviously a lot of the panels are sort of self-promotion, but right. she was, uh, she was, um, clearly pitching her, uh, yeah, tantric sex yoga thing as a, as a technology quote unquote, because the technology of the orgasm is going to lead to world peace or something. And, uh, while it was obviously a gigantic, um, analytical stretch to put it in that category, uh, it was effective in that people voted on it because they saw orgasm technology and hit yes. So I think um, I, let this be a lesson. I, you know, I think, but I, and I, what my point is, I think we can relate an hour long orgasm to, uh, you know, smoking, <laughs> smoking a blunt and listening to uh, s- some straight fire mixtapes. That's the true technology that will bring peace to the world. Yes. Um, okay. Paul, yeah. the it's time. It's time for uh, the ultimate Radiohead mixtape fantasy draft 2016. So probably the this is the only time we'll ever probably ever do it. Um, We'll do it every year. Just with the same Radiohead songs. Yes. <laughs> so let me explain the rules uh, to those uh, those of you just joining us. Um, <laughs> really, those of you have just who've joined us at any point. Um, uh, so what we're doing is uh, we're doing it like a fantasy draft uh, for a you know, fantasy sports league, where Paul and I are going to take turns. Um, picking songs from Radiohead's catalog and uh, there'll be 30 selections total just like the first round of the NBA draft so Paul and I will each be picking 15 songs and the goal is to pick the best um, 15 song mixtape um, from Radiohead's um, entire discography um, obviously we can't you know once a song is picked the other person can't pick it um, and we, we kind of established that the rules are, it must be a Radiohead song, not like a Tom York solo song. Um, and that you can't pick, uh, 
once you pick like one version of a song you like if you pick creep you can't go the next person can't pick like the acoustic version of creep that's on the itch ep um <laughs> even though they're you know <laughs> You might those be tempted be to one and two choices. Those are those are good choices. That's a, the acoustic creep is um, pretty good. Um, uh, and um, we'll post the results uh, uh, on our website and Twitter and all over the place. Indeed. So you, the listener, could also be the judge. You can tweet at us and tell us um, who who wins, who loses. Um, Indeed, and it, I should say that the draft is going to be a, uh, a snake draft, which means mm-hmm. the person that goes first, the person who goes second, will pick second and third. And then correct. So we'll go one, and then two, three, then four, five. So yeah. most of the most of the time we'll be picking two picks. Uh, this supposedly makes it slightly more fair. Uh, of course it makes it more it fair. does it does it obviously makes it more fair um just like <laughs> i love i can say something that's obviously true and say supposedly and it'll you'll, you'll get mad <laughs> supposedly we're married honey but, um. <laughs> um okay paul so uh let's let's um do you have a coin I don't i'm gonna send you a link to this site called coin tosser uh, oh, nice. and so you got to call, you call heads or tails and, um, and then if, if you win, you could decide which order you pick it, which, who goes first. Okay. okay. So, so, so pick heads or tails and then click this link. This is my second favorite site with the word tosser <laughs> in the domain. Okay. I sent it to you. This is a good idea for a website, by the way. I do. You know what? I knew this website. I was like, I, I was like, man, that would be good. I was like, I know that's going to already exist. And it did. <laughs> it did. Yeah. I, I use random.org for random numbers, but yes. you can't like uh, transmit them this way. All right. So, so if you click this link. Tossing. Tails. Yes. yes. All right. Well done. So Paul, uh, who's going first? I'm going first. Okay. Awesome. So the, the, the draft is beginning. How did you prepare for the draft? Let me ask you that. I just made a big list of the Wikipedia has a list of Radiohead songs article. Nice. So I grabbed that. Nice. And um, then I went through the 140 or so they have on there. And um, I marked all the ones that would be in consideration for a top 30. Excellent. And then um, I put them in a program where it's easy to shift things up and down lines. And I just Whoa. went. Oh one by one sorting them. Yeah. So that's, you know, start with the second one and say, is this better than the one above it? And (laughs) keep doing that, moving them up until you're like, no, that song's better than this one. Nice. Uh, Awesome. New, I knew we'd both be good. I knew we'd both take this too seriously, which is good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What are you picking first? Uh, I'm picking the Michael Jordan of this draft, which is Idiotech. Nice. I, I, I'm not surprised. That would probably have been my first pick as well. Um, yeah. Solid choice. So that was an easy choice. Um, not only is it a great song, it was also sort of a, a watershed event in my own musical evolution. Um, in that it's probably the first awesome, fully electronic song that I thought was one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. So. It could be. It could be the most. It could be the flawless Radiohead song. I mean, 
I, I don't know if that means the same thing as best, but it it's it's flawless. Um, uh, okay, so, so it's my turn to pick uh, second and third, um, and I, for some reason, I know I must have this song. I'm going to pick everything in its right place. Ah, uh, excellent choice. Uh, I just, to me, um, it's come to symbolize everything I love about the uh, thoughtful and electronic side of Radiohead. Um, mm. And then for my next song, this one's a, this is a little harder because I got several ideas of what's the third best song on my list. But I think <laughs> I think the other song that I know I have to have is Pyramid Song. So okay. I'm going to pick that as well. Those are uh, great songs that um, uh, neither was in the top 10 for me. Excellent. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Pyramid Ooh. Song is, um, you know, in it, it's probably the most personal Radiohead song for me. I think it, uh, it as we were talking about in our Meaningful Songs podcast, it hit right That's at that, like college, uh, you know, in this time in college where I was, uh, I, I had a lot of dark feelings and I definitely <laughs> uh, needed that. And, and I think it's, um, I think it's definitely their most beautiful song. Well, and let's, yeah, I, would, I, I won't say what's, what's in competition with it because that would give away what I might pick later. Mm. Um, okay. Hit me. All right. Um, pick four. Yeah. Pick four. Yeah. Um, that's interesting that you said that because it is a beautiful song. I don't know if I would have put it up there, but it's a great song. Anyway, um, so I'm going to do a little bit of strategic stuff and my number two pick, which shall be my number two rated song, which will remain mysterious. I'm going to leave on the board. Okay. I don't think you'll take it. Okay. Um, so next I'm going to take it. I know what it is. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. You actually, well, now I gave it away. So I, I, I know. I know what it is. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it. I actually. I actually thought that there's. If it's a song I'm thinking of, I was like, I'm not gonna take it because I know Paul would be devastated if he didn't have it. So. No, no, no. You, you definitely know what it is. Yeah. Um. um okay. Reckoner. <laughs> well, that's funny. You took Reckoner. That was what I was gonna say was uh, in competition with Pyramid Song for most beautiful yeah. Radiohead song. Uh, it's a, that's and an the, awesome choice. It also sprung to mind for me when you said that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a wonderful uh, song that um, probably, um, yeah, I, it's just amazing that it has very little electronic stuff, and yet it's, and it's late in their career, and yet it's just so perfectly exquisite. Exquisite is the word. Uh, and great lyrics. And when it cuts out, and then uh, yeah, it picks up at the end. And you could and you could um, hear him singing in rainbows in the background. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's that part is awesome. Yes. Which is there's going to be a lot uh, of us saying this is awesome in in this. Yeah, podcast. we should probably try not to. Say yes. That. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that word is banned. Yeah. Um, all right. Next, I'm going to take uh, let down. Nice. Excellent. Um, so my my sl- my slate is looking a little light on rockers so far, but um, three different moods despite that. Yeah. Um, Let down is uh, a really wonderfully sad 
song that bursts into um, some really powerful aching sort of in the later breakdown part of the song. So It has, it. it might be, um, I don't know if there, uh, there's another Radiohead song that's quite so inspiring, even if it's, mm. even if the lyrical message uh, is not so <laughs> hopeful, just the way that it's structured uh, and it kind of has these, these dueling verses at the end uh, 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 where there's, you know, two different parts being sung at once as, as it builds towards that final chorus from where everything cuts out and it's just, you know, Johnny's little, um, you know, guitar line. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, 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 it fills me with a warm light. Uh, That's interesting. The, uh, the, 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 instrumentation is obviously beautiful but the uh the sadness of the lyrics really permeates for me so um that sort of frisson always works well for me but um yeah uh the net effect is definitely um world weariness anyway on okay to okay um so this is interesting now now i'm trying to be a little strategic here and i'm not sure um i'm gonna pick paranoid android with mm. number six um, I think that's, uh, um, I just gotta have, you gotta, gotta have it, um, <laughs> you gotta have it on your ultimate Radiohead mixtape. Uh, I mean, there was a long period where this probably would have been my first choice. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then this next one, you know, this is where I have, I have my top 15 ready to go. And it's like, I, I told myself I would pick from this list, but then I start looking at the things that are on 15 to 30. I'm like, well, <laughs> I might really need that song as well. Um, something happened to me when I actually realized at the last moment that I did, I was got my initial list of songs by just going through Spotify um, and the discography on there. And I realized uh, very late that, um, I remember that Spotify didn't have In Rainbows on it, so uh, <laughs> I forgot all the In Rainbows songs. It's like something seems brutal. to be missing. Um, yeah, so I think for my next pick, uh, I'm going to get uh, True Love Waits. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I Damn you. Yeah, that, that one's uh, just, it's a heartbreaker. That um, That is a... An incredible song. I guess I'm thinking now there's like, there are, you know, it's kind of, it seems kind of cliche to be like Radiohead is a sad, depressed band. But when you start like (laughs) drilling down at the songs to this, like in this analytical level, you're like, yes, they, they really are. Oh yeah, dude, there might be, none of these songs are happy. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Um, um, okay, <laughs> some hey, are, hold, hold Some up. are glum and some are angry, but none of them are happy. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, uh, you are up for picks uh, eight and nine. Yes. By the way, I think we should, we didn't really discuss Paranoid Android, so we should just mention that it's amazing that a song uh, uh, can have um, one of the greatest rock riffs of all time, take it so many different weird directions, and um, also uh, uh, have lines about squealing little piggies and um, just be awesome all the way through. Anyway. Oh, you use the uh, word. <laughs> you should lose a pick for saying shit, awesome. Fuck. <laughs> You're right. Uh, all right. So next I'm going to, I'm going to stop being strategic. I'll take the song I referred to earlier, which is Kinetic, a yes. B-side from the Amnesiac era. 
Um, this is a great song if anybody hasn't heard it. It's uh, it's interesting because it's one of the few sort of lo-fi electronic songs I would say Radiohead has. Lots of electronic songs. Few of them have sort of a Dust Brothers quality the way this does, I would say. Um, and one of the amazing things about this song, the lyrics are so simple. Um, there's just no uh, real content there. It's just, you know, these strange driving, you know, beats and sounds of the song that twist them into something very menacing and yeah. uh, beautiful. That's a good point. Um, that's sort of how Tom York works. He a few yeah. sort of impressionistic snatches of ideas and then put it on top of totally haunting music and um, it, 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 the work completes itself. Yes. Um, the other amazing thing about this song, the reason you knew about that I would choose it is because I once extremely drunkenly explained that it was my favorite song in the world. I think probably on the same night we were trying to get my girlfriend to make out with her friend in Gainesville, <laughs> Florida. So. Oh my God. That's, that, that's, I really do associate that song with you. Like you, I <laughs> like you, you like it so much that I can't really listen to it without being like, Oh, this is Paul's song. <laughs> That's funny because I always think about me telling you how much I loved it whenever I listen to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right. funny. Yeah. Um, okay, next, I'm actually going to reach a little bit down my board because I need, we need to get a rock song on here. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with There, There from Hail to the Thief. All right, okay. That's which, okay. Yeah. At first, you know, when this, uh, when I first heard the song, this song, you know, I always liked it, but it's really grown on me. It's, uh, it's really, um, uh, I just enjoy the lyrics about the, uh, you know, there's, there's some very uh, dramatic lyrics with the we are accidents waiting to happen. Um, and uh, again, just when they really start to wail on it, it's, uh, it's awesome. This you is know, probably also the only Hail to the Thief song in my top three. I, I, I think they're there is... It seems a bit slow and symphonic when you first hear it, and it takes a few listens to, I mean, with any, it seems self-evident that any, you know, great song, great art takes uh, some time to understand, but uh, with this song in particular, um, the, the mood that it creates is more subtle uh, yeah. and therefore, uh, you have to like understand that before you understand why the song is so kind of loud and bombastic on top of it. Um, yeah. uh, but yeah. yeah, that's, that's, so that song, that probably, that song wasn't in my top 15, but, uh, it, it was of, of the songs that were in the next tier down. It was, it was the closest one. It was the one I had the most, um, uh, it was number 15 for me, about. I thought for, for for stylistic reasons i would go for it yeah yeah all right Uh, and also just after there's not that much separation between all these songs it's interesting that you think of that as a rocker because i wouldn't have quite said that was one of radiohead's rockers go listen to it i mean they they, it does rock it does rock they're wailing by the end of it it's not in my brain that way but yes i know i know exactly what you mean also three of them also uh like phil uh uh Johnny and Ed uh, are all playing drums at the beginning yeah. of it. So um, mm-hmm. at least when they play it in concert. Um, okay. So for picks 10 and 11, 
Um, hmm. Looking at my board here. Ooh. What do I need? I feel like I need another rocker as well. Maybe that's the that's the trick. Um You know what? Okay, actually it's it's right there in front of me. Uh for the 10th pick in the Ultimate Radiohead Fantasy Mixtape Draft, uh I'm going to select The Bends. Uh mm. great song. Fantastic song, uh a rock anthem for Radiohead. Um straightforward um uh but yeah. Uh, beautiful in its uh, simplicity um, yeah and probably totally of its time but really great just a really great rock song probably of the of like first phase of radiohead you know the grunge phase of radiohead it, it might be the song from that uh which i i would say is all of pablo honey and su- and like half the songs on the bends it's probably that the song from that phase that holds up the best um i realize that's kind of an arbitrary line to draw but (laughs) um uh, i think that that mode of radiohead where they were simply like a 90s rock band um you know it's it's the the best example of that um and i would put that's actually i think that i think that's probably accurate actually yeah because it is yeah it is my second highest rated song on the bins. There you go. On my list. Hmm. And way ahead of anything off of Pablo Honey. So, yeah. 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 Um, okay. So All now. Right. Uh, time for, what do you have next, Jim? Yeah. What do I have next? The 11th pick. All right. Let's see. I'm going to select... Um, You know, I gotta, I gotta pick. Uh, no surprises. Uh, ah. Yeah, that's that's it's it's a unique song uh, in Radiohead's catalog, and I think it's actually what you said about kinetic is that it, it's one of those songs that just seems to do what Radiohead does without, um, but they're able to do it very simply uh, without. <laughs> there's no trickery on it. It's just you know these these very simple guitar lines and those the, the bells and just it's um, perhaps their most like just purely uh, audience pleasing guitar lick you know um, yes and um, Tom York famously tells the story that someone in a pub accosted him and asked him why he wrote such a sad and depressing song and that Tom had no he had, he had no answer <laughs> because I'm sad and depressed. Yes, he's just—he's like I don't know. He's like I don't know why I had to do it. <laughs> I could just imagine some drunk Englishman. Yes, who was like I, who was like really disturbed. He was like actually like why did you have to do this? It's so you sad. Twa- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I, oh, Paul, we found an accent you can do. <laughs> Finally, that's pretty good. I guess someday we'll we'll show the people my uh, Irish accent, or was it a pirate accent? I can't remember. Oh, which it I, was. I <laughs> one turned into the other. I don't even. Uh, no, let's let's spare them. Um. All right. Okay. Uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go with another okay computer choice, which actually I think in compiling this list I decided that as a collection of individual songs, okay computer might be the best Radiohead album. Yes, um, yes. When you're looking at it through this perspective, I agree. There's so many yeah. strong individual songs that like would be that are just great on a mixtape. Yeah, and there are probably some that I demoted farther than they belong just so it wouldn't be all of the OK Computer songs. <laughs> I literally <laughs> did the exact same thing. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm taking uh, Exit Music for a film, nice. which is, I've always loved this song. Yes. Um, I have never seen the movie for which it was composed. Hmm. Um, but um, uh I like that it's a sort of alternate take on Romeo and Juliet where they get away with it. Um, and um, just the the combination of, um, uh, yet again, a beautiful Tom York vocal performance that ranges from quiet and beautiful and heartbreaking to loud and, um, and soulful. And uh, the way they put a whole bunch of, um, what especially at the time really uh, impressed me, uh, weird electronic effects and you know production effects on top of uh what's otherwise sort of a simple song and a great great bass part at the end so and do you you know this this song and fake plastic trees are uh in like a special category for me as like the most emotionally manipulative radiohead songs (laughs) um they that's fair (laughs) they seem to be designed to squeeze an extra bit of um just cringing angst out of you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like I said, it's a take on Romeo and Juliet, the most emotionally manipulative of the Shakespeare plays. That's true. You should see that movie. It's a good movie. I, Uh, you know, I bet I would like it. You Um, would. I mean, it's, it's, if, if you like, uh, nineties neon grunge, uh, is how I describe it. You, you can't go wrong with that movie. Um, yeah. Although it feels weird to describe it to someone our age who hasn't seen it, since it's <laughs> it's hard to describe it without saying, "Yeah, it's like Romeo and Juliet by Baz Luhrmann." Like that's what it is. Like yeah. I, I'm used to comparing other things to it. Um, uh, great soundtrack, though. Which yes. I still have. Um, okay. Okay. I get one more choice here. I think. Yes. Number thirteen. Yeah, and um, uh, I'm going to take the other song that I had in my. Uh, towards the top of my list from the bins, which is my iron lung. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really love uh, this song. Um, the weird, the weirdness of the guitar, the the verse guitar part is um, great. I can't really think of any other song that have that sort of like. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It sounds like rust taste to me, which is a sort of synesthetic way. Oh, no, that's. Uh, that's that's perfect. Um, I I uh, I went through a phase where I was obsessed with this song. Um, later than I had the bet, like later in my Radiohead you know, listening career, um, I kind of went back as like I never quite grasped how cool and different this song is. Um, yes. And then the really fast part, um, you know, uh, starts with. Um, you know, which I guess is technically the chorus, um, mm-hmm. you know, that starts with the head shrinkers. They want everything um, mm-hmm. that is it's just so intense. 
And then where it cuts out for the bridge, this sort of like mm-hmm. saccharine bridge, you know, and if you're frightened, you can be frightened, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. be, it's okay. Um, that uh, it's just this, it's yeah. like if it was just, it was done just a little bit differently either way, it would not work at all. Like the the contrast between those two, but they really pull that off perfectly. Nice. Um, okay. What you got? Uh, um, okay. So I've put off picking it for too long. Um, and I've got to do it. My last, um, uh, my last, uh, okay. Computer pick at the top of my list airbag. Uh, yeah. I must that have, was, I must have it. That was my highest rated remaining song as well. Yeah. I, I can't. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, I was a little hesitant to pick both paranoid Android and airbag, but fuck it. They're both oh, yeah. so fucking good. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, uh, and I don't think I need to say, uh, airbag, sh- it's, it's, if I'll note one interesting thing about it. Yeah, go for um, it. Which is, um, so it's got that really great uh, beat where Tom uh, sampled uh, uh, Phil playing drums. Yes. And then um, uh, compressed the hell out of it. So it's all really um, overblown, distorted. Yes. And chopped it up and everything. If you play this on my dad's $20,000 stereo, it's uh, at least off of a digital source. It sounds like shit. Like huh. it is, it is unlistenably um, interesting. Interesting on a, on a really high end stereo like that because um, because it's all digitally blown out like that. Ah. It just really doesn't work. I'd like to. I don't have okay computer on vinyl. I'd like to try it on vinyl sometime. Yeah, and see if it I think a lot of CDs at, at albums that were mastered in the '90s have that problem where they were, um, you know. They really hadn't perfected how to mi- yeah. mix the digital to analog sounds um, uh, yeah. in a way that that uh, sounds good when you have a hi-fi system. Um, yeah. I will say, well, anyway, my one thing about sounds Air- great on headphones and, speaker, yeah. and regular speakers. The one thing Go I will ahead. say about Airbag that I love um, the little thing is how um, uh, the bass does not come in until halfway through the first verse. And it's mm-hmm. just it's so beautiful, like how the song's already going along, and it just like kind of walks walks its way in. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and yeah, yo, go ahead, go ahead. No, that, we've talked enough. About okay, Airbag. okay, it's a great song. Um, and then uh, for number fifteen, uh, ooh, I got two that I want here, but I could only have one. Um, so I'm gonna go with Life in a Glass House. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I love that song. Um, I think that it's it's obviously one of their most inventive, you know, that they brought in a jazz band and were able to mm-hmm. kind of fully graft uh, their sensibility onto a completely different uh, set of instruments. Um, and I, it might be, you know, it's, it's one of my top three uh, uh, vocal performances uh, from Tom. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Great song that did not even make my top 40, I don't think. Interesting. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, but you're right about it. It's a it's a wonderful song. Um, I don't know. I feel like I wish there was just like one more element in it mm, to like push mm-hmm. it over the top. Yes, yes. Um, all right. I'm going to go um, with a song that's sort of simple at first, but that um, uh, I really love that... Uh, is surprisingly driving for not really even having uh, a distorted 
lead guitar or even electric lead guitar, namely Jigsaw falling into place. Oh, wow. Yeah. This was um, not in my top top 40. Uh, yeah. So, that's- you know, and when I first listened to In Rainbows, I pro- it probably didn't jump out at me, but yeah. over time, uh, I re- just really love this yeah, song. What's, that's one of them, once I heard live, I, I, I definitely understood it, and then went back to the, the studio version and heard a lot more in it. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, once again, it, uh, it just really takes off, and uh, at the end when he starts singing in falsetto and everything, um, it's, it's got me by then. Yeah. Um, Cool lyric. It's sort of a cool uh, sort of mini cinematic story in the lyrics too. Um, all right. Um, then I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll put this one off. I'll put my highest rated one off for now, even though you might steal it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the national anthem so ah. that I have a jazz band song. Nice, nice. This. Uh good good choice that was that was my highest rated song with there there not not in my top 15 oh, okay, so okay. which i and i actually had it up there because i was thinking about stealing it from <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love this fucking song yeah. um i love anything i love uh syncopated beats i love um hard bass lines and i love uh horn players just losing their fucking minds so this song really nails all those things for me. It gets out of control at the end. I mean, I was, yes. I, I actually don't think I, um, uh, I, I recently, I was driving somewhere at night and this song happened to come on. Um, mm. and I, uh, I, it was like, I was, I couldn't believe how long it went on at the end and like how mm-hmm. much it kept building and <laughs> that it just, it just, I could, and I couldn't believe that it was still surprising me how much power it had. That's funny. Um, on my recent road trip with my brother, he put this on and at the end of it, he was like, I never listened to the whole thing through. They really go crazy. Then, so <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, back to you. Yeah, so okay, so now I'm I'm pretty delighted. I've got two uh two choices here. I'm going to go with the one I was debating uh, between this and Life in a Glass House um and pick Optimistic for 18. Oh, really? Um okay. it's it's one of uh it's obviously one of my favorite songs on Kid A and um I think it's it's one of those songs um uh that the lyrics um kind of came to define the the way they had built a song uh for me um and then it has this like can i call it jazz rock i'm sure there's a better way to describe it but it has this jazzy feel which is like you know burst Hmm. to the forefront in that little snippet at the end where they have the different version oh yeah Um, i would actually love to hear that version yes (laughs) um you know, at the end when he's like singing dinosaurs roaming the earth over over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a sucker for a song that uh, a rock song that's perfect, uh, purposefully restrained. And you kind mm-hmm. of get this power from it, like, you know, bursting out. You know, you, you see where like they're a little where like the power is in like where there's, you know, it's absent where there's absence. Uh, where yeah. there's, and, you know, it's it's the fact that it's not it could be a lot more 
distorted and it could be faster um Mm -hmm. but it benefits from the fact that they left that kind of tension um uh underneath the surface yeah um, uh, that's interesting. This was another one that didn't make my top 40. All right. I think it's, it stands out to me because it's the one distorted guitar song on that album. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess maybe the national anthem is. Um, but um, it's not really one of my favorites. I, I mean, I like it. It's a great song because <laughs> this band is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, <laughs> But um, uh, it wasn't it wasn't that hard to cut for me. That's interesting. Nice. Um, okay, so for my nineteenth pick, um, for or for pick nineteen in the draft, um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and um, I'm getting nervous. I want my favorite B side. I don't know if you would ever pick it, um, but uh, I have to have it. Uh, so I will select Pearly, um, oh. which is uh, one of my favorite. You know, could be it's my favorite Radiohead B side, unless you count, uh, you know, True Love Waits as a B side. Um, uh, and Paul, you and I were lucky enough to hear them play this in concert, uh, which was kind of insane. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, it's it's just a weird rock like song, yeah. weird song. You either like it or you don't. I don't. I'm not even gonna talk about it. It's it's. Um, but if you're if you're a Radiohead fan, but you haven't listened to Pearly recently, go back, read the lyrics, and listen to it again. Um, it 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 will surprise you. Yeah, great song. I always associate it with the crazy uh, guy who ran from like ten rows behind us uh, to try to crash <laughs> yes. the stage when they started yes. playing it. Um, um, so can we? And s- then turned to us and was like, Pearly. <laughs> yes. Hey, I shared his. Ex- I shared his uh, enthusiasm. Um, I always remember Johnny going fucking nuts on the guitar during that song. <laughs> um, uh, so let me recap really quickly, Paul. Uh, yeah. Since we're about you're about we're we're about two thirds of the way through this draft, you have Idiotech, Reckoner, Letdown, Kinetic, They're There, Exit Music, My Iron Lung, Jigsaw Falling Into Place, and the National Anthem. Uh, that's a impressive for most bands that would be um uh that would yeah. that would be just an amazing catalog of of like highlights um and for radiohead that's just the tip of the iceberg uh and i have everything in its right right place pyramid song paranoid android true love waits the bends no surprises airbag life in a glass house optimistic and pearly so uh that's uh so those of you keeping score at home whatever strange way you're keeping score that's the score all right um okay so i'm about to make my 10th selection um this one i can't believe it's still on the board um this would be my choice if i could sing then um Mm. i would try to get on american idol and i would use this i would i would I would blackmail Simon Cowell until I could play this song as my performance, and it's nude. Ah, okay. Excellent choice. Um, Just imagine, if somebody really killed this particular song on American Idol, I think they would do... They could really blow some people's minds. I like that. um, It's it's definitely got some range to it, and, um, you know, really highlights vocals, and um, uh, I just really love this song. 
plus it's not too abrasive. Even my parents didn't get mad when I played this um, near them. So um, you got you have big ideas, Paul. <laughs> Don't get any. Um, all right. Next, I'm taking. Hmm. Uh, all right, we're going back to Romeo and Juliet. I'm taking talk show host. Ah, uh, good, good, good pick, good pick. Um, totally weird song in the Radiohead canon, but um, also totally awesome. Um, another another fun little lyrical story in the song um, of a talk show host losing his mind and taking hostages or something. It has, you know, it has that element of menace. That was another thing I noticed when I was looking at the at Radiohead's catalog this way, that a lot of their songs build to a kind of tantalizing, uh, uh, disturbing place at the end. Not like horror, but just there's there, there's a, a, a tension that's comes from, you know, spooky places. <laughs> You're right. They're, they definitely go for that. Um, I th- I think it's because Tom feels menaced by everything in yes. the world. Yes, so. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Um, All right. Okay, disturbingly, I only have five picks left. I mean, that's there's just so many good Radiohead songs remaining. Um, uh, and you only have four. Uh, yeah. So, um, hmm. Well, in the interest of not taking fucking forever. Um <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna go with all I need at this at this uh, mm. at this juncture. That's one of my favorite songs from uh, In Rainbows, and I think it's just I almost think it's just will be great on a, a mixtape. Um, so I'm I'm picking for need. I'm not picking the best the best song available. I'm now I'm picking for need. Um, uh, haha. Uh, <laughs> and, Fascinating. I would have, uh, this was one of the easiest ones for me to cut from In Rainbows. Interesting. Uh, okay. Again, a good song, but it's, yeah. it's not, it's not, uh, weird enough for my taste, I think. Got it. Was, it. Um, yeah. But yeah, what do you like about it other than it fits well on a mixtape? What do I like about it? Well, it has that, um, crescendo, those crescendos at the end, um, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, I could kind of just sit in my room and like pretend to sing at like maximum maximum volume <laughs> and angst. Uh, yes. When he's just, you know, Tom singing, it's like belting out, it's all wrong, it's all right over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. That's just, that's right up my alley. And it, it builds to that very, uh, yeah. you know, um, very nicely. Um and uh, I love the drums and the bass in this song. I mean, but, you know, that's something that Radiohead, um, uh, because all five of them are such talented musicians, um, that you get these songs that are really driven by the rhythm section. And uh, mm-hmm. to me, that's uh, this is one where um, that uh, really catches me. They also have some of the best rhythm section production of any rock band. Yes, ever. yes. It's always punchy and powerful and uh, just awesome. Um, okay, so I do not have a song from Hail to the Thief. Um, so I'm going to fix that right now and get two plus two equals five. Um, Good choice. One of my best, uh, one of the best Radiohead rockers. Um, 
and uh, was kind of after Kid A and uh, Amnesiac. Uh, it was nice to have at least, you know, this one pure song <laughs> that kind of reached back to that first phase that I was talking about before. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, um, yeah, you yeah. could just, just, just pump, you know, you pump up the volume of that one and just have fun. Yes. Um, really good song. Very, um, uh, I appreciate the sort of weirdness of the, the percussion part that pops in at the beginning where it sounds programmed, but also sort of weird and off kilter, um, to say nothing of the, the rock later. All right, next I have, um, I'm going to take the title track from Kid A. Okay, wow. Which wow. is almost a Tom York solo song. Wow. Um, I would never have guessed you would, you would pick that. Oh, I love this song. I've always loved this song. <sighs> um, yeah. The, um, uh, the sort of um, music chimey uh, melody, the... Um, the shift in mood towards the end when you get the sort of uh, spaced out pad synth coming in. Mm. Um, and also the uh, sort of weird um, arrhythmic heartbeat uh, bass drum part. Uh, I love all of it. I love all those things too. Paul, let me give you uh, some of the most important advice I'll ever give you, uh, which uh, is that you should never listen to the John Mayer cover of this song. Oh, which Jesus just, Christ. It, it exists <laughs> for some reason, and I just I downloaded it back in the day, um, back in the willy-nilly days where you just you saw an MP3 and you downloaded it, and um, my God, it's just oh. talk about someone who misses both the um, uh, both misses everything about the song just 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 flies it's Does not even a, it's not even a plane of... flying over his head it's like a uh you know it's like a space zeppelin flying in a different solar system from him and you know he is the flaming wreck that everyone is pointing at from this <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible uh he gives Ugh. it he gives it a treatment that i would uh describe as somehow neutering the song um and then also making it uh um violently bad <laughs> the um what is their name the punch brothers a uh a folkish type of uh band um or maybe they're called old time or bluegrass i don't know they i don't know the different genres there um but uh they have a, a cover on it that's uh surprisingly sort of straight ahead you know <laughs> the guy doesn't put the weird effect on his voice but the he uses his mandolin to recreate the synth and uh it sounds sounds a lot like a bluegrass band playing this totally weird electronic song it's uh it's interesting definitely better than the john mayer version i can say without having listened to the john mayer version okay uh, that sounds cool can i say another uh, a good, another good piece of advice uh then i'll i'll stop talking is uh uh if you Everyone who has not listened to Radiohead's cover of Cans, The Thief, uh, that, is, that yeah. is my favorite uh, cover song that Radiohead's done. Um, it is fucking awesome. Oh my God, it's so Damn good. It. I, I, would, it. I, would, I would probably stab someone I didn't know in order to get, if I was sure they wouldn't die, I would stab someone <laughs> I didn't know to get a studio version of this. Let's be real here. Um, you know, just stab him in a non-vital part and just fully recover, fully recover. Well, you could um, stab me. I mean, I would be stabbed for a version. Okay, of song all right, that's good. Studio, okay, so. there we've 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 
we've worked that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. All pick, right. I get one more pick. I think 25th, 25th. Uh, all right. I think you're probably gonna be mad that I took this one. Okay. This is the only acoustic guitar only and vocal only song on my list, I think. And it's gagging order. Ah, um, I'm not mad. I'm proud. Okay. I'm proud that you yeah. took it. Um, yeah. Totally beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, um, again, really heartbreaking, very sad. And um, I think you once said you were looking forward to the day when Tom would release an album of just songs like this, which is never going to happen. Yeah, but it was a good idea. I don't know. You never know, though. I mean, you know, the the Smashing Pumpkins are currently on a, an acoustic tour, so anything could happen. Yeah. Um, Tom, Tom, it just seems like... He would rather die than admit that it sounds really beautiful when he just sings over an acoustic guitar. He seems to admit that he that it's really beautiful when he sings over just a piano. So I'm hoping yeah. that it gets. Um, I did see him uh, when I saw him during his first solo tour um, uh, in New York. He played a couple of songs on the acoustic guitar after he played uh, the Eraser, um, you know, start to finish. Um, mm-hmm. And that that was that was pretty amazing. And of course, there's the um, uh, um, he did do those two sets for um, what's uh, Neil Neil Young's annual concert uh, in California at the Shoreline Amphitheater. Why can't I think of it? Um, he he did two. Oh yeah, yeah. Two, the, the what is that? Bridge School Benefit. Yes, thank you. When he played that one year, and he he played. Um, two acoustic sets there he seemed to enjoy himself and the first night someone yelled paranoid android he laughed at them <laughs> and then the second night he played it so uh you know but he's never going to release an album like that that's for damn sure it's, it's going to be you know he's going to release yeah. several dubstep albums first um, <laughs> exactly all right so it's my turn uh um, yeah getting towards the end here um with uh the 26th pick i'm going to pick my last um, am I going to do this? No, I, th- mm. no, I've been changing my mind. I think I, I might leave a song on my big board in my top 15. I've decided I might not need it. Um, and I'm going to pick, um, oh my God, Paul, there's so many good Radiohead songs left. This I is, know. this is, this is killing <laughs> me on the inside. Um, I'm going to pick, uh, it's this song keeps popping up, up, up out at me. So I'm going to pick, I might be wrong, uh, mm. from kid a, um, it's, it's, I'm uh, sorry from amnesiac. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, plus <laughs> every Radiohead album is going through yeah. my head. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I know it can't specify a live version, but I, I think when they play this song live, something uh, particularly magical happens to it. Well, it um, is on their officially released live EP. There you go. So. Good point. Um, and uh, you know the the part where he where they're singing, you know, the waves go out, uh, mm-hmm. come in again. Uh, that's just one of those. They they know it's it it's one of those great moments in a song where just kind of drops out and you see just that (laughs) you know ocean of sadness beneath (laughs) all the like intellectual um thoughts that are you know above the board um Mm. that very sad id um 
All right. Well said. So you're right, by the way, the, the live version on there, the, uh, the breakdown sort of at the end works better, I think, than on yes. the studio version. So yes. Good choice. Um, you know what? I, uh, I'm going to pick a song. Uh, this is, um, I think we need some Pablo Honey. Um, and I'm going to mm. pick a song from there that uh, I, I love. Uh, I, I play, I weirdly, I play this song. I can play it like four or five times in a row. I've literally done this. I don't know why. Uh, it's Lurgy. Uh, really? Yes. Um, I, I love it. Um, and Radiohead actually weirdly, it's the one Pablo Honey song besides Creep. Um, that they still uh, kind of that they slipped into their sets in like the Kid A Amnesiac era um, with some regularity. Uh, and, That's uh, fascinating. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I could even remember which Pablo Honey song is called. Um, See, that's you need to go back and listen to it. It's it's it sticks out, and it's once yeah. you know. Um, I'm sure I'll remember the, the song the once I listen is, to it. It's well. It starts with the uh, you know. I feel better. I feel better now. You've gone. Um, uh, just listen to it. It's it's got this sort of anthemic uh, uh, portion at the end that um, it just gets stuck in your head. Uh, All right. Okay. And um, then okay, so you've got two songs left, and I've got one song left, which is just devastating. Okay. Here we go. Um, I think I'm going to make an audible here slightly. Yes. It's more fun that way. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to change my mind about some of these. I'm going to take, um, I'll do this one first. Weird fishes slash our Peggy. Nice. And rainbows. Nice. Which is a totally weird song, but, um, uh, Beautiful. I, I love all the moments. I love all the movements of it where um, uh, just get into, um, you know, it sort of builds up really, really nice uh, percussion part, which is true of all the Radiohead songs on In Rainbows. Um, and um, then it, uh, it ends up with Tom sort of singing in a mushy mouth voice about um, getting eaten by worms. And then it breaks down into this uh, totally pulsing final part that is awesome. Yeah, I, that's a good, you know, that again. I, I, that's, that's, I, I feel silly now for not having picked that uh, earlier. Yeah. That's, it's, it's a great song. Good, good late round value. Uh, way, to, way to pick it out there. Um, All right. And then I'm going to go with one final B yes. side here. Okay. Your final choice, the 29th pick in the draft. Well, polyethylene parts one and two excellent excellent um yeah. pairs very well with pearly um mm-hmm. and you got you got paranoid android so i had to get the other sort of like extended jamming multi-part song from that era um uh and so, yeah you know tom claims that he does not remember the lyrics to the first part of this song <laughs> like he literally does not know what they are and can't figure them out i can't figure them out either so that's great uh, I can sing them. I can sing the sounds that he makes. I just don't know what words right. they correspond to. It's the yellow lead better of the uh, yeah. Radiohead catalog. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. 
That's my thing. Okay. Um, so we'll now, have to we'll have to sit down after this and order yes. these into coherent mixtapes. I have to make the last pick. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so here is the so this is the last pick, the thirtieth pick in the Radiohead fantasy mixtape draft. Um, here are some of the songs that I'm picking from: Nice Dream, Planet Telex, mm. Lotus Flower, Mixomatosis, Creep. Lucky, Lucky is still on the board. Um, mm-hmm. I will, uh, Fog, mm-hmm. Wolf at the Door, uh, Motion Picture Soundtrack, In Limbo, uh, Car- Car- Disappear Completely, <laughs> yeah, Karma Police. <laughs> there must be Karma <laughs> Police, um, and fucking Street Spirit. Um, ah. my god. Uh, yeah. This and sub- shout out to Bananaco, which isn't getting Bananaco is on my list. Uh, Subterranean, homesick alien. Oh, I mean, that one! That one would definitely have made my list if I weren't imposing an OK computer quota. Yeah, um, that oh, that song's so good. Um, and also, uh, qu- quite randomly, uh, um, maybe not randomly. I my favorite, completely unreleased Radiohead song is. Um, uh, Big Boots, also called Man mm. Man of War, sometime. Uh, there's some really amazing live versions of that uh, online. Uh, if you get a chance to listen, so <sighs> hmm, this is thrilling for our listeners. While yeah. I decide, Paul, what would you I... what would you pick here? So. I already skipped over two songs on my list, um, Body Snatchers and 15 Step from In Okay, Rainbows. yes. Um, uh, I really love Fog. That's a yep. great B-side. Yep. Um, How to Deer- Disappear Completely, I have high on my list. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, That's probably one of those. Me. Yes. You know, 15 Step and Body Snatchers, I feel like they go well so well together that I, do. I don't feel like ah, just they're not quite strong enough on their own. I Fair. Mean, yeah, that's that's why they're not on the list. Um, uh, uh, the best Ben song I left off, I think, is uh, "Black Star," which is a song I've always loved. That's funny. I don't. I, that song has never quite spoken to me. Um, ah. I always put that below both the Bens and Planetelix. The uh, the part where he sings um, "I keep falling over, I keep passing out when I see a face like you" is just a perfect line to get stuck in your head whenever you're feeling lovesick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, uh, many times in my life that has been a relevant line that's gone through my head. Anyway, go on. Okay, so um, realizing that there is nothing at stake here and that we are <laughs> doing this purely for fun, uh, even though uh, I'm going to pick... Um, I'm going to have to say I'm just going to have to pick my favorite song that's still on the board here, and I think that's between Planet Telex fog and um subterranean homesick alien um hmm. in a vacuum i think the last of those is probably the best song Hmm. i'm gonna look at my list here it's it's really a more complicated song than you remember when you go back and listen oh yeah oh man that that is the one i yes i do not um Fog? Do I need fog? No. Do so I need good, another man. acoustic one? Hmm. Fog. Fog is sort of acoustic-y. It's not actually acoustic guitar, but it's. That's uh, true. That's true. Um. 
I'm fake gonna... plastic trees is still holy on the board. shit fake plastic trees i just didn't even put that on the list what is even that's crazy i'm you know what oh man am i gonna make the fake plastic trees last minute audible here that could be crazy should we get crazy <laughs> with it uh i'm gonna say that yes i'm gonna go with fake plastic trees all right i think it's a good way to rhyme up you got exit music i need fake fake plastic trees um and i think we can acknowledge that we can make a uh, an amazing uh third 15 song mixtape from all the songs that we did not pick and maybe if we did I mean, Lotus Flower was it was it was there for me. I mean, I, I really consider taking it several points. Bloom was the one I had highest. Yeah, um, that that one is. Uh, I just heard that recently, and, and uh, I was like, I, I need to listen to King of Limbs several times in a row once more. It's been too long. I I need to do the same. Um, it has been a long time. Um, wow. Well, um, this was a really good exercise, despite the fact that I clearly won. Um, I think so. I, I think I slaughtered you, Paul. I just absolutely <laughs> slaughtered you. Um, but it will leave it to you, the listeners, to decide. Go to savagebeastpodcast.com where we will post the two uh, mixtapes. Uh, I'm going to mail a registered letter to Tom every day until he tells us which one of these bliss is better. <laughs> Or until the police, the Carmel police come knocking at your door. Um, okay, well, I hope I, uh, yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this uh, totally pointless exercise. Uh, yeah, it's just for merely for our amusement. Um, yeah, if and, you don't really love Radiohead, I'm sorry we just wasted an hour plus of your life. And if um, if you do really love Radiohead, I'm sorry that you're probably so angry right now because you probably disagreed with like every decision. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe they didn't pick uh, melanin. <laughs> <laughs> melatonin. Wait, melatonin. Sorry. There's definitely... <laughs> melanin <laughs> is what... what what people of color have in their skin. Damn it, Paul. We uh, almost made it a whole episode without you saying something offensive. That's not um, offensive. I know, I know. It's a scientific fact. Um, you know there's somebody out there that would pick, like, Lucky or Street Spirit first, and we didn't even yes. pick them. So, um, yeah. all right. Great so, songs. Uh, you want to uh, yeah. uh, wrap um, it up? Thanks, everybody. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SavageBeastPod. Um, visit us on the web at savagebeastpod.com. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud. Um, we just got signed up with the new Google Play podcast service that I don't think is actually uh, public yet, but you can sign your podcast up for for when it is. Uh, we're on Stitcher. Um, and uh, please um, leave us feedback, uh, both in the form of emails, savagebeastpod at gmail.com, and uh, Twitter ats. And uh, especially iTunes reviews. Those are how we get rich. Yes. And we'll, we'll be back next week with our best of 2016 so far. Yeah. That will be, that will be interesting. Um, we can definitely get a few things. Uh, but I actually have not been totally blown away by the year so far. So. Uh, well, we've got, we've, got a, we've got a little while. Hopefully something will come out the next few days. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. He said uh, again. Yes. Well, well, wait. Um, way to end it. We're out. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>
是。